Live from Los Angeles, California, it's the Biggies. Welcome, one and all, to the Biggie Awards. We're here in uh, sunny Hollywood, California. So you can see we got the uh, Hollywood sign right behind us to prove that we are, in fact, in Hollywood. Hollywood. Now, California. John, I don't know about you, but I loved this year's Oscars. Oh, and I was thinking uh, to sort of ape off of some of their success, I would try and do some of their jokes because I, I thought they were Honestly, pretty funny. Yeah. So I think maybe I'll start out with some great Regina Hall style jokes from the award show. Now, these might not read quite as well because I am a white man, but we're going to give them a shot. Okay. Uh, hey, is uh, Timmy Chalamet here? Because I'd love to touch his penis. <laughs> am I right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay wait, no, I got another one. Um, hey, Jason Momoa, I'd like to touch your butt without consent. How does that sound? Maybe backstage where no one can see? Dude, I don't, uh, yeah, I think that's a I feel like funny. that's good. No, I no. don't, I don't know, they, man. They killed at the Oscars. Without consent, though? Like, I mean, you know. All right, let's just, let, let's move on here. I, we, we have a lot of great awards to give out tonight, except um, in these kind of awards right here. So we've got a really exciting show for you tonight. You know, uh, we were actually gonna show all of those technical awards, but they were pre-recorded. And uh, while Marty was assembling all those packages, he poured all his Mountain Dew on the hard drives. So those are kind of lost forever. But you know what? Uh, I'm really excited to get the show started. And uh, for everyone out there, this show is brought to you by Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Bitcoin, the official cryptocurrency of oh, Big yeah. Boy Movies. Please buy Bitcoin. It's going up. We've we've put the moon, so much we put so much real money into Bitcoin and gotten almost no real money back. So please, my computer has been running for seven months. Oh my god! All the people about Leo, I see you got Leo. Some Bitcoin. Leo got in Bitcoin early. Yeah. That's really exciting for that's him. Wolf of Wall Street. That's he's the guy. Oh, yeah, he's, he's the guy. The, he knows his stuff, guys. He's the wolf of, of the digital Wall Street. Yeah. But anyway, let's take it down in the studio and get these awards started. Are we live? We're live. We're live. It is here. It is time. There's a fun glare right on my head. Uh, <laughs> it's the biggies. Yeah. We made it. That's what the biggies is all about. I was very serious about Bitcoin, by the way. Um, we're Me really too. in a hole. That's not a joke. Yeah. This, this, not a joke. this stream is actually an NFT, Yep. Um, which is really exciting. So if you'd like to buy this full stream later, it will be available uh, as an NFT. <laughs> I know I'll be buying it. Oh, I'm and selling it. I'm gonna buy it too. Yeah. Yeah, multiple times. We could probably both. We'll just make a few of them. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. Um, That's what NFTs are. Well, everyone's here for the awards. You know, the thing about the Oscars is they kind of ignored the awards this year. Yeah, a little bit. So I think we should just start with an old fan favorite. Um, so why don't we just kick it off with the Martin Scorsese Award for Cinematic Excellence? Everyone loves this Everyone. award. Uh, Charlie, uh, kick it off with our intro, please. I do it for the girls and the gays. What a wow. guy. Marty made him that Marty made that himself. It's yeah, he did he it made all in iMovie. Can. I was so proud of him. Yeah, it was you really know? nice to see. It's it's really great to see Marty finally stepping into sort of a a, a really quality kind of filmmaking. Honestly. Yeah. Like, that's his best film yet. Um, as we all know, Marty, a huge fan of cinema. Uh -huh. He picked these movies himself. So why don't we go through the nominees? All right. Uh, and the nominees for Martin Scorsese Memorial Award of Cinematic Excellence, uh, of course, is Space Jam, a new legacy. F9. Zack Snyder's Justice League. 
Black Widow. Eternals. And Spider-Man, the three Spider-Men. Yeah, Marty wouldn't stop talking about that. Fantastic nominees. A few snubbed at the Oscars this yeah, year. So Marty yeah. wanted to make sure they got their day in the sun, you yeah, know? Exactly. I and mean, speaking of the sun, I feel like we should start out uh, with our discussion here. Um, with Eternals, he did fly into the sun. Yeah, that was pretty good. That honestly might be one of my favorite moments in cinema this yeah. year was when he just kind of threw himself into the sun at the end because we all hated that guy. I don't even remember. Icarus? Dude, yeah, Icarus. Well, obviously yeah, he flew it was Icarus. To, yeah, yeah. We know Marty is a big fan of Greek myth. Yeah. And he loves in the story of Icarus when Icarus flies straight into the sun. Oh, yeah. Uh, and abandons his child girlfriend. Yeah, of course. Um, so I feel like that's a strong contender. Yeah, it's definitely up there. But I got to point out Space Jam, A New Legacy, which oh, yeah. really, I, Marty explained to me as sort of the peak of cinematic excellence. Like, mm -hmm. it is just so good how they just took all these characters I know and love and they all made them just watch LeBron James play basketball. <laughs> Marty has always said cinema is when characters you know show up on screen. Yeah. And whereas Spider-Man maybe had three of those guys. And I didn't know all of those guys and I clapped yeah, and Marty clapped. Yeah. Um, Space Jam, let's roll through it. Big Chungus. Big Chungus was in it. Uh, Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Yes. yes, thank I, you. Scooby Everyone knows Scooby-Doo. They love Scooby-Doo. Um, the other things that Warner Brothers owns. Rick and Morty. Oh my God, my Rick man. and Morty was Epic in Rick the movie. And Morty. Yes. Oh, Fuck yes. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm getting heated just thinking about Space Jam. So it's so good. Is there even like I don't even know if there's any more competition. I'm thinking because like you think about this, right? Spider-Man three, Spider-Man. Yeah. You get the three Spider-Man, and that was a big deal. Yeah. Uh, for everyone around the globe, we all cheered for the three Spider-Men yeah. when they fought the many Spider villains. I wasn't a fan of how they. The writing was like just a bit too good at the end. It, it was a little it, too good. They took it a little bit too seriously yeah. there. They were like, let's make a good story. And I'm like, no, just give me more moments where I cheer. If the three and... Spider Men had played basketball with <laughs> LeBron James, I think maybe we would have had a movie. Yeah, we would, we would have had a really good movie. And Scooby Doo, Rick and Morty were there. Oh, they yeah. They were all watching, you know? So I think just in the spirit of Marty's sort of philosophy around filmmaking, I think my vote might be for, for Space Jam. I, I think it's Space Jam. Hands All right. down, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Space Jam, A New Legacy. Uh, Marty giving out an award to another banger. Yeah. Um, and that's our first award of the night, which is really exciting. Um, unfortunately, Space Jam could not be here yeah. to accept this award. So in their place, uh, John George will be accepting the Martin Scorsese Award on their behalf. Yes. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm representing Space Jam today. I'm representing actually LeBron James. Uh, he sent me here um, with his little speech. He said, Space Jam, uh, A New Legacy is way better than the first Space Jam. So much better, he's even forgotten who was in that, what basketball star was even in <laughs> the first Space Jam. Um, he also told me to say uh, that the Lakers are gonna make the playoffs this year. Uh, so get ready for that. Uh, he said, finals guaranteed. Might be game seven, which will be a little risky, but uh, he, he guarantees uh, Lakers fans will be happy here at the end of the year. And they're hard at work on Space Jam 3. Uh, they don't know how to top it, but uh, they're going to, is what he told me. So, All right. Thank you. Big speech. And a classy speech, too. You didn't mention his hairline a single time. No. Yeah. Did not. <laughs> I did not. Um, now, this is a big award. Um, 
not a lot of buzz about this award at the Oscars, yeah, honestly, yeah, we, which is weird. Um, because I feel like people, more people will be talking about this, but we are going to talk about the best actor. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not too many people have talked about best actors or no. actors in general this year. No, it's been real quiet, so I feel like we're going to fix that. We've got some great actors lined up. Yeah. Uh, and our nominees, of course, for best, best Actor are Cooper Hoffman from Licorice Pizza. Benedict Cumberbatch from The Power of the Dog. Uh, Andrew Garfield, love the Garf, <laughs> uh, from Tick, Tick, Boom. Jared Leto as Mario Luigi Gucci in House of Gucci. That one really, he that was one really so powerful. Um, and of course, Nicolas Cage yes. for Pig. Uh, oh, sh um, um, oh, fuck, uh, ch Char Charlie, Char yeah, yeah, and Will Smith, Will Smith Will as well, Smith. he's also, he was in a movie, the king, Will Smith, king. we love king. that guy, yeah, I swear, we oh, really like God. Will, um, he's also in the, a nominee, yeah, for all your audio listeners out there, <laughs> a, a, a short video clip of Will Smith appeared on screen, and then we altered our nominations. Yes. That'll go on the podcast. <laughs> that will be, we, we love our audio listeners. We love our audio say. listeners, and that was a quality joke. Hey, if you're an audio listener, go to YouTube right now and watch this. Oh yeah, there will be a YouTube upload of this. So uh, stop using your ears and start using your eyes, youtube.com. <laughs> um, this is a hot topic. Now, um, Charlie, can you throw the nominees back on screen real quick? Okay. I'm thinking, now I texted you during the Oscars um, yes. after a really uneventful sort of night. Yeah, and was like, just I, real boring. I feel like Benedict Cumberbatch kind of deserved it. He did. Like, is this the moment where we sort of redeem the Oscars? We, we sort well, there's of, nothing to redeem. Yeah, true. My bad. John, I sorry. should be very clear. There is nothing <laughs> to redeem. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, I'm so sorry. But, you know, so, Benny, nope. I feel like Benny might, might uh, appreciate a biggie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, honestly, we got some great. I, I, I want to mention these other ones before we get to Benedict, because yeah, Benedict was so good. Oh yeah. Cooper, he's a young man. Obviously, he's got a famous father, right? Yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yes, variety. Cooper of the of the Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> um, he's unfortunately passed, but um, Cooper is here, uh, and he's he's great in Licorice Pizza. He is really solid. I buzzer beater just watched Licorice Pizza yeah. right before this. Um, and he is really charismatic. He does kind of play a terrible little pervert. Um, <laughs> he does. Yeah, so that, I, like, but I guess that's more a problem I had with the movie itself than Cooper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, I want to talk about um, our favorite lasagna cat, Andrew Garfield. Yes, of course. The Garfs. The, the Garf really nailed it in Tick, Tick, Boom. Dude, he was great. Um, and again, Tick, Tick, Boom, not a lot of Oscar love, no. despite being very good. He was great. Um, Speaking of charismatic, like that guy was charismatic. Oh yeah. Like, if I, I think if we had Cooper and Andrew in a room. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And the they room fought. Would explode. The, the room would explode because of their char charisma fight. Um, <laughs> charisma fight. This is a great bit. Um, <laughs> uh, who I, else I is there? Jared Leto. What about Jared? Jared okay. He you know how I feel. House of Gucci. You know how I feel about Jared Leto. <laughs> Jared Leto, I think, learned what Italians were maybe 15 minutes before they started filming. Um, and, and that's method works. acting. That's method acting that for is, you. That man is the most <laughs> Italian man 
Maybe in history in that movie. Honestly, best Italian. Do we have an award for best Italian? Not yet, but maybe next year. Because he was the best Italian. Yeah. I'll tell you what. And Jared's kind of taking a beating from Morbius right now. (laughs) Part of me feels like maybe we toss him a bone. Yeah, maybe. Honestly, like I saw a post on Reddit about Morbius, or a post on Mm. Reddit that was like, Jared Leto, like, is this guy actually a good actor? And they mentioned House of Gucci as one of the bad examples, and I was- That's ridiculous. Upset. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I was like, these Redditors don't know shit. No, yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. You. Fuck you, Reddit. This is House of Gucci, he plays a legit Mario character in this drama. It's like, amazing, I don't you, know how he got away with it. Listen, they've cast Chris Pratt <laughs> as the oh. Mario. God, they need to recast. Th- like, Jared After Leto Jared. was born to play Mario. <laughs> For this, like, I think they need to recast. I'm gonna watch Miyamoto. I'm are you gonna watching watch the Mario movie and seethe the whole time <laughs> because Leto it's not in. the J Man. It's not the J Man talking about chocolate. Yeah, and, sh- and shit sheet. and and chocolate, chocolate and, and crying a lot and. <laughs> Yeah. Are we going to give this to Jared Leto? <laughs> like, can, are we going to be very serious and give it? Honestly, yeah. Yeah? I think we can. You want to give this to Jared Leto? Leto. All right, Benny Cumberbatch, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jared Benny, Leto listen. was better. Benny, listen, we love you. You got House of, House of Madness. You've got yeah. the power of the House of Madness coming out. And yeah. I feel like that's a shoe in for next year. But like... I think we gotta Jared give Leto. it to Jared Leto. This was his peak. He's never gonna get better. That's than true. This. That's actually hundred percent true. And maybe we should be political, like the Oscars are, and sort of be like, okay, Benedict, he has the chops. He he's, can do it again. He's gonna get. He's like Leo. He's got to do a few more Oscar baits Jared for this Leto, one. This is a once in a lifetime. This is a wise, once in a lifetime performance in a way that no one on earth will ever capture right. again. Um, and people are gonna be standing in his shadow for a hundred yeah. years. Jared Leto, congratulations. Yeah, and uh, you've most, got the biggie. Most excited, exciting part is BB gets to do the speech for Jared Leto. He That's wasn't true. He, he wasn't did not come. Up. I mailed him about 50 pizzas. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's unfortunate. Thank you for applause in uh, sort of <laughs> to keep him in your mind. Um, but yeah, maybe we go to the speech zone. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to do this as, as, uh, as Mario Luigi. Yeah, do it. Are you already playing me out? (laughs) No, fuck you. Will Smith got to talk for like 45 minutes. Jared Leto gets not a second. When I took this apart, I knew it would be the best part of my career. I ate 19 pizzas and 400 cannolis, and it warms my beautiful Italian heart to be given this Biggie Award. So as I always say in all of my films, awahu, mamma mia, aw, 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 aw. So long, gay Bowser. <laughs> that now you can play me out. I memorized that for Jerry. Charlie, you can't play that me out like that. That was amazing, Matt. Wow, what a speech. Yeah, I know. This is just the night of amazing, I teared up. I yeah. cried. Yeah, you cried really hard and then dried all of your tears immediately, which I know. is pretty impressive. I cried. I hope I didn't hit the mic too much on that. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. Whoever has to edit this. <laughs> Marty. Yeah, Marty, of course, um, not me. But Marty's award is done. We do have to go on to another hot award, uh, which is, of course, Best Actress. Oh, Best Actress. Mm-hmm. 
And our, our incredible awards for Best Actress course, are Kristen Stewart from Spencer. Elena Heim from Licorice Pizza. Vanessa Hudgens from The Princess Switch the Third. Alicia Vikander from The Green Knight. Olivia Coleman from The Lost Daughter. And of course, the titular Pig from Pig. Love the Pig from Pig. We should clarify, Vanessa Hudgens is actually up for three biggies yeah, tonight. I'm so sorry. For yeah. her three awards she in The Princess She acted Switch. three times technically in that movie. So of yeah. course that's three separate The odds roles. are in her favor. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Really good op op opportunity here for Vanessa Hudgens tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm happy for her. Uh, nominated second year in a row she's the nominated actually. She's I know. Well, she keeps cr cranking out these princess bangers, yeah. so she keeps getting the nomination. I mean, imagine acting in one movie as more than one person. It's never been now, done before. Now, John, I hate to break it to you. What? Alicia Vikander acts as two people in oh, Green Knight. Oh my god. Which is not as impressive as Vanessa. We won't take that away from her. But it's two people. It is two people. So we already have two strong contenders. I do want to shout out Alana Haim yeah. um, from Licorice Pizza. She did get her whole family to show up, which was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. I don't think any other actor is just like, hey, mom, dad, and my three sisters, will you please all be in this movie as my family? Yeah, and they're like, yeah, um, for sure. I, I don't know if I have laughed so hard in a, at a movie in a while as the scene where she asked the dude what his dick looks like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes, oh, That's it's circumcised. Scene. She goes, then you're fucking Jewish. <laughs> like. So good. That was. So... I mean, this is a first time performance. I, I mean, know. she performs in other ways. Oh yeah. Besides acting, of course, she's a musician. Mm -hmm. But this is a first time uh, acting gig here for Elena Hyman. She kills it. Oh so. yeah. She she nails it. I actually is it a first time acting for Cooper Hoffman too? Yeah, first wow. two first time actors and obviously both great performances. Yeah, really stand out for uh, for their first time showing up. How about the pig from Pig? The though? pig from Pig delivered emotion <laughs> that you think only a human could. It's I, hard to make Nick Cage this upset. Imagine, imagine being in a movie with Nick Cage and people are still talking about you. I know. That's what the pig from Pig delivers. Whenever people talk about Pig, they're always mentioning the pig. And not, you can't not. <laughs> it's hard not to uh, mention that pig. Uh, who are the other people? <laughs> who are the other people? <laughs> we'll get you the list. Um, we have Olivia Coleman from Lost Star. I'll be real, I haven't seen two of these movies. Oh yeah, Kristen Stewart. Okay, so I've seen it. So I'll, I'll vouch for Kristen Stewart here, who I do think is one of my favorite performances of the year as a very pouty, childish version of Princess Diana. Yeah. Uh, she's fantastic in that movie. A lot of people annoyed at her performance, but it's oh, obviously oh, like British people. Yeah, we don't do this show for British. True, people. none We're of them all asleep us. right now. Yeah, they they're sleeping. Like, come on. Yeah, um, yeah, she she did really well. Uh, what was the other movie you didn't see? Uh, Lost Daughter. Olivia oh yeah, Coleman. Olivia Coleman, great in the Lost Daughter. I will say, actually, Jesse Buckley and Olivia Coleman probably pretty even in this movie on performances. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't give it to Olivia Coleman. All right, who? Who's your favorite at this point? Who is my favorite? I want to say, God, that's hard. I, I apologize, I'm looking at my phone because we have the nominees on here. <laughs> um, we have, I, I just like, now that I'm thinking about Alana Haim, that being her per performance, it is re it was really good. Yeah, I think she deserved a nomination. I don't think either Alana Haim or Cooper, Cooper Hoffman got nominations for their performances. No. So I'm down to give it to Alana Haim. Yeah, I mean... She was great. I feel bad for Vanessa. Yeah. She shows up every year, and she just... There's that little bit 
um, that she can't quite hit. So I, I'm, I'm cool with giving Alana Heim Best yeah, Actress. let's give it to her. Alana Heim, All right, best unfortunately, actress. Alana could not be here. Uh, so accepting the award in her place will be John George. Of course, I'm the most person. I'm the person who's most like Alana Heim uh, anywhere. So I also did the speech for Best Actress last year, and that did not go <laughs> it's well. So hard. I so. don't know what I'm supposed to do right now as Alana Heim. Yeah. Um, but I will. Oh, <laughs> that's such good framing. Thank you. Very good framing on Alana Heim. Uh, I want to thank the Academy um, for this award. Um, this is the Academy Awards, right? Yes. Um, and I want to thank... We are the Academy. So. <laughs> I want to thank uh, my good friend Paul Thomas Anderson for, you know, kind of giving me this role of a lifetime to play a pedophile. Uh, there aren't many female pedophiles in cinema, so I'm very happy to be one um, and sort of be known as that. Uh, and for my first performance for, you know, Twitter blew up about it. I loved it. It was giving me clout. I don't care what people say. And thank you so much. Getting played out. Yeah. I, it is a big year for pedophiles. Yeah. Uh, like, we couldn't give it to Benny for his pedophile role. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We throw him a bone every so often. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but moving on, of course, this is a oh, special award. This, I'm excited for this one. Everyone loves this award. This is what people watch the show for. This, I would say, is our signature award yeah. if it weren't for another one later in the show. Yeah, yeah. We'll um, but of course, it's The Chubby, the hottest movie of 2021. What was the hottest And movie? we got some, no pun intended, bangers <laughs> on this list. Um, so the nominees for The Chubby are, of course, uh, Titan. Pig. House of Gucci. The Green Knight, specifically the cum scene. The cum scene specifically. <laughs> and of course, a really sexy movie, mm. Belfast. Belfast, oh my God. All right, once again, this is just like such a hard award to get through without getting horny. Oh yeah, but it's, I mean, we're here for listen, it. however hard you're trying, <laughs> I'm, I'm way worse. <laughs> Glad to know. Okay, if you haven't heard of Teton, which by the way, I, I'm proud of you for pronouncing it correctly. I mean, yeah, it's hard. I, I heard you say it once and I was like, I'm not <laughs> fucking I'm this up. Uh, if you haven't heard of Teton, it's the movie where a lady fucks a car. And oh, that's yeah. pretty hot. And then she gets pregnant with a car baby. Mm -hmm. Of course, because that's what happens when you fuck a car. And then she pretends to be a small boy who's yes, pregnant with a car baby. Which is also hot. Extremely <laughs> The whole scenario, from stem <laughs> to stern, very hot. Uh, pig, obvious. 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 We've all don't seen Black Mirror. Yeah. Yeah, don't need to say anything. Yeah. Don't need to say anything. We've all seen um, House of Gucci, again. Very, now, here's the thing. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga was in that one. In House of Mirror. And remember the scene where he eats her out. He, oh, he does do that. Yeah. Adam Driver. Adam Driver also. Yeah. The ladies love Adam Driver. Oh, my God. Two hot people. The two hottest in, in Hollywood performing cunnilingus. <laughs> yeah. um, Green Knight come scene. We talked a lot about that come scene, I think, <laughs> in the episode itself. Yeah. Because, it, um, I mean, maybe there's more a lot happening there. anything else in the movie... Um, and Belfast, of course. Yeah. Like, do we need to say more? Like, do, if do we need to say it? If you've seen this movie, it's black and white. Kenneth Branagh's directing it. Yeah. There's a yeah. There's, it's in uh, where is it in again? Ireland. Ireland. So. Artemis Fowl territory. Very sexy country. Yeah. Very sexy area of the world. Nothing gets me hotter than a small boy growing of up course, in Ireland. I mean, that's I, gonna be great out of context. <laughs> And of course, a, a lot of old people in this movie, and a lot of old people watching this movie in the theater with me. <laughs> and what were they doing in the theater with you, John? 
<laughs> they were there to, you know, laugh and have a good time at Kenneth mm -hmm. Branagh's film. Um, and, you know, it got, got a little, little hot and heavy in there at points, but it's okay. So who's like your front runner for this? Ah, my front runner for this, hey, like, I, like we just mentioned with Belfast, like, it's just so hot. But, I don't know. I feel like I, if we're going to talk about, like, the hotness of a movie. Famously, we gave it to Cats at our first Of baby, course, Cats. And I don't know if anyone's ever going to top that. Um, it was very but, hot movie. But we did sort of base that on a sheer horniness factor. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like... If we're gonna eliminate things based on sheer horniness, uh, Titan and maybe House of Gucci are, I would say, are the top two. Yeah, I think that for sure those two are like, God, just very hot, mm -hmm. obviously. Um, I, I mean, I can't believe this this writer director, Julia DeCorno of, mm -hmm. of Titan, she's got a beautiful mind. I'll tell you what. Yeah. The fact that she was able to come up with these scenarios. Yeah. I mean, what? By far the most creative. Ridley Scott did not invent Gucci for this movie, no. as I just found out. Um, <laughs> and I thought they were fake characters as well. Like, they were real. That, that is a good point. Like, lady fuck car. You have to make that in your brain. Exactly. You have to let that marinate in sort of your brain but place. The Gucci's really fucked in real life. That they That's Ridley also Scott true. didn't make that up. He knows that they fucked. He does. He has that intimate knowledge. <laughs> they let him know. Yeah. So, yeah. I kind of want, you know what it is for me, John? What? It's that we're always saying, like, we're getting tired of these Marvel movies. We're getting tired of seeing the same thing over and over again. We have to reward people for having an original creative vision, right? Sure, yeah. And so, I think I'd be down to give it to the fuck the car. Yeah, let's give it to the fuck the car. Yeah. I mean, you really enjoyed that Wikipedia page, right? I read the Wikipedia page for Teton <laughs> and I had a bad time, but <laughs> I do know what happens and I can't say that in House of Gucci, I don't think Ridley Scott has the mind for that. He's, no. he's great, don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, but no one fucked a car in House All of right, Gucci. All right, Teton, congratulations. Teton, the chubby, congrats. oh my God, joining the likes Unfortunately, oh yeah. Uh, I don't even remember who got it last year. I don't year. either, but it was probably too hot for us to It remember. was too hot to handle, so we had to erase it from our brains. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the car could not be here, <sighs> so I'll be giving the award um, in their stead. I won't be doing it as the car. Um, that would be amazing. That would be pretty I'd love insufferable. to hear your beeps, your <laughs> beeps and your honks and stuff. Yeah. That would have been great. Uh, Charlie, <laughs> you are so bad at this. <laughs> give, me, give me a little, like, so you can see my neck. Okay, great. Um, so I, I can only imagine uh, the fans at home finally losing it. Titan has the award that it so deserves. Um, I'd like to thank the car and the woman who fucked it, as well as that metal baby that comes out in the end. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people don't talk about the half car, half person baby that we get, that Must the fireman been. loves as his own son. Must have been a hard actor to get. Yeah, honestly, Great diversity in casting. Um, the first metal baby. The first car human hybrid to win a Biggie Oscar anything. Um, so I feel like that's a great, so I'd really like to pat us on the back, yeah. if anyone, um, <laughs> for this incredible moment in We're film diverse. history. We love um, and I guess I did get a thumbs down when I said I wouldn't do a car. So um, in the car's own words, vroom, vroom, beep, beep, ka-chow. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Making history tonight. Making history, making moves. 
Um, this is what film is all about. Yes. What the Oscars were too afraid to do. We yeah. just did. Yeah. Um, so up next, we have a, a nice little award that I feel like, um, again, didn't get featured at the Oscars. Uh, we have the best music award. Oh, yes. Uh, for, just to be clear, this includes original score and soundtrack. Yes. Um, so we wanted to throw it out, and the nominations are Tick, Tick, Boom. West Side Story. Encanto. Dune. And Inside from yeah. Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham, give him that shout out. I know. Here's the thing. We added Inside to this list very late because we kind of both forgot about we it. Only, everyone forgets that Inside was basically a movie. Inside was a movie. Yeah. And it was all. It also came out in 2021. Yeah. And I don't know about you, but like at least the first half of the, that year, that was all of my Spotify playlists. <laughs> Same. It was exclusively what I would listen to. Um, but on top of that being like a very transformative experience, sort of like a comedy special that you just never really seen before. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. But wow, is this category stacked this year? I'll oh, tell yeah. you what. We don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> we don't do that. No. Do we have Cardi B here? Or Megan Thee Stallion? Or we, I called Cardi DJ B. DJ Khaled? I called Megan Thee Stallion. I called <laughs> DJ Khaled. Uh, um, they didn't want to sing. No, I asked them if they wanted to do Bruno. an original verse in our rendition of We Don't Talk About Bruno, where they rapped about the Hollywood's hottest night with the biggest stars and, um, and really mess up that song. Yeah. <laughs> None of them responded, unfortunately. That sucks. Man. DJ Khaled did send me a voicemail where he went, DJ Khaled! <laughs> um, but I felt like it would be in poor taste. Oh, people are billing. Yeah. yeah. It's, not our, it's not on us. It's obviously those awful, awful singers. Yeah. Um, and rappers. Um, yeah, Encanto, great music, obviously. And it's not just we don't talk about Bruno. Oh, yeah. Like, the Surface Pressure. Surface Pressure. Great song. Family Madrigal. Ooh. Yeah. Um, God. Encanto, great, great music. Dune, of course, they won the Oscar. Yeah, and we can't ignore the sheer number of bagpipes. Yeah. That were, there were probably at least 100 bagpipes. There were a lot of bagpipes. To, to put out the score for Dune. That's very impressive. West Side Story, of course, Steven Spielberg, he took that music that yeah. happened before in West Side Story, <laughs> and, and he, he brought it, it to this yeah. one. Now, I feel like we might be able to eliminate West Side Story kind of early because Stevie didn't write any of it. Yeah, it's not as impressive. Obviously, West Side Story has some great it's bangers. It's a classic. But they already existed before. Stevie Spielberg didn't do anything. Stevie Sondheim? Oh, Stevie great. Sondheim. Where's he at? He's dead. Oh. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> and Tick, actually, Tick, Boom. Wow, fantastic. Tick, Tick, Boom. Also, Lynn didn't write that, but he. Yeah. this is his first time directing. And I feel like a lot of people didn't know about Tick, Tick, Boom. Everyone's heard West Side Story. And also, it was just a fan... Yeah, West Side Story's performance, as far as, like, the singers go, like, the update wasn't, like, insanely amazing. But the new renditions by Andrew Garfield, Vanessa Hudgens, and Tick, Tick, Boom, fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Um, Andrew Garfield didn't know how to sing before this. No, he didn't. That's actually a true story. Yeah, and now um, he does. <laughs> and now he knows how to sing. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like that's a, a feat among itself. Yeah. It's like... Did any of these other movies teach Andrew Garfield how to sing? No, I don't no. think Andrew Garfield was involved in any of these movies. Maybe Inside. But Maybe Burnham Inside. should have had him in Inside. Yeah, that would have kind of defeated the point of the movie Inside. But, but it would have gotten some audience. That's change. true, yeah. Um, <sighs> that's really, it's really tough. I'm like, I feel like 
This is actually very difficult. Uh, <laughs> I, um, okay, I'm just gonna go off what I listen to. I listen to a lot of Tick, Tick, Boom, but I only listen to a couple songs. Inside, I listen to like the entire thing. I listen to the entire, like I, that is true. Like of all these, um, of all these soundtracks or scores, I've listened to the entirety of Inside multiple times. Yeah. Where even like in Kanto, you just, you go to the hits. You, you pick and choose, you know? Yeah. Inside, you don't have to pick and choose. They, That's true. banger after banger. And obviously it like carries the whole, th I mean, these are all musicals actually. Yeah. I don't know why. That's I was, true, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, Inside is like, I mean, we're just judging the music. Yeah. I, I, think, I think it's safe to give it to Inside. Yeah, let's give it to Inside. Oh, yeah. Um, unfortunately, Bo Burnham is still stuck inside. <laughs> so to accept the award in his stead will be John George. Yes. Uh, thank you guys so much. I, I'm glad people finally realized that this was <laughs> a movie. <laughs> a really good framing on me. Wow. Charlie, if you do that one more time, I'm coming over there. <laughs> I'm glad that John and BB, if you know John and BB, you can star in my next thing. All right? Oh, really, Bo Burnham? Yeah, you, can, you guys can be in my next thing because you guys finally realize that this is a movie. This isn't a TV special. Mm -hmm. This doesn't belong on the Emmys. Um, this was an Oscar, and I know, John, you did forget to put Inside on your, your final list of the year, and I'll forgive you for that, just for giving me this award. Um, thank you guys so much. Oh, yeah. Um, so... Wow. Big ups, big ups to Bo Burnham for his first uh, biggie win. Yeah. Many more to come, many I'm sure. Many more, many more. Uh, now, we are going on to a very special award. Oh, wow. This is one of John's favorites. I love this award. It is Best Foreign Film, if you're Canadian. If you're Canadian. If you're Canadian. We say this every year, but the U.S. always gets left out of this fucking category at the Oscars. It's so annoying. It's, it's like, so fucking where can annoying. we celebrate American movies? Like, we don't get enough celebrating American movies. You just put these awards in Canada and suddenly we're allowed to compete. Yeah. Um, so the nominees for best foreign film, if you're Canadian, uh, Drive My Car from Japan. The Worst Person in the World from Denmark. Uh, the House of Gucci from Italy, of course. Shang-Chi, uh, an American favorite, USA, baby. Mm -hmm. And Last Night in Soho, Soho, London, England. <laughs> of course. Yeah. All right, so all these movies extremely foreign to me mm -hmm. um, going into them. Uh, I was, they're not, uh, they're not Canadian, that's for sure. No, not at all. <laughs> I mean, uh, the star of Shang-Chi is Canadian, but. I don't know why we nominated the, it. The film's American made, let's be honest. It is, it is American they made. They shot it's all that so thing. American They put too. all those dragons in Atlanta just so they could shoot. Yeah, lots of American stuff in it, trucks, um, flags. Are there trucks in it and flags in it? Yeah. Do you remember anything? From, name one scene from Shang-Chi. They, they were at a Trump rally. I don't. They were at a Trump I, rally. I, I think you might sure have watched the wrong movie. No, I, that was the right one. <laughs> okay. Because Sasha Baron Cohen was in it too. Right? Oh, that's right. Yeah. I do remember <laughs> yeah. when they pranked Shang-Chi at the Trump rally. <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was a really good scene. I applaud Marvel. Oh yeah, that in there. big ups to Marvel as always. Okay, House of Gucci, this is the most Italian movie of all time. Mm -hmm. I don't care what everyone else says. Italian job, Italy, not Italian. 
Italy has a bustling film industry. I'm glad they finally broke into the mainstream. Call me by your name? Come on, there's no one speaking in an Italian accent. In no, not, not one person spoke in a wacky Italian oh, accent. It just takes place in Italy, congrats. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is spaghetti westerns filmed in Italy, but they're all trying to be American movies. They don't House embrace of Gucci had the bravery to be fully Italian. It's so good. Yeah. Um, how about last night in Soho, though? I thought this was gonna be in Soho, New York, mm -hmm. but it was in England. That, that was a big, me. first big twist to the movie. It was a huge twist. Oh yeah. Because I didn't, I thought it was gonna be an American film and it turns out it was a British film, mm -hmm. so. <laughs> Can you do that again? British film? Oh, thank you. Yep. Um, um, and yeah, Edgar Wright, also British, and he directed it. What I love about this category is um, of all the films on it that are actually foreign language films, I've seen none of them. <laughs> so this is going to be a John George special. Yeah. Um, okay. So the two we haven't talked about are obviously like they're a little more serious than the other ones, I oh, guess. Yeah. Mm. But You Got to Ride My Car, which is, if you know me, was my favorite film of 2021. Mm. Um, it is amazing. It's long. It's everything 2021 movies are. Oh, yeah. Um, and then you have The Worst Person in the World, which is just a fun little rom-com coming out of Denmark. Um, that's just hilarious. It's fun. Uh, it's got that Francis Ha, Noah Baumbach energy, if you ask me. Were either of them involved? or was No, it, oh, okay. but <laughs> they clearly took a lot from, uh, from a, a sort of, uh, you know, mid-20s female story perspective. Mm -hmm. uh, and I had, a, I had a really good time with it. Yeah. Really good time. Um, I mean, I guess I can't really talk. I, I think it's pretty <laughs> Shut obvious <up>. what's up. <laughs> Drive My Car wins. And BB has to make the speech for it. Drive My Car wins best foreign film. <laughs> and BB hasn't seen this movie. He doesn't know anything about it, except there's a car. And he already made one car speech. Oh, God. So I'm happy he's going to be here. So <laughs> the, car, the car from Drive My Car was actually a different car than the yeah, T-Town car. Yeah, it was. They, they're both union, though, which is Yeah, good. <laughs> that's really good. They're both union cars. Uh, congratulations to Drive My Car. You yeah, won. I'll, I'll make that speech as, as soon as we enter. Okay. Out that, of focus, that's good framing. But out of focus. <laughs> the camera will focus. Okay. Um, so on the behalf of everyone in Japan, um, I'd like to speak on behalf of them now, which is always is a great thing. <laughs> You've been to that. Japan before. I've so. been to Japan, so I basically know everything. Yeah. Um, uh, Drive My Car was such a transformative movie. Uh, a movie about someone dealing with grief in that's, a car. Okay. Never been done before. That's true. Uh, a movie in Japanese in a car. Never been done. Se it's the second one second after Tokyo one. Drift. <laughs> the second one after Tokyo Drift. Um, so I think it's a really just a huge important honor that they get the biggie um, for best foreign film. I'm now going to name a few of my favorite scenes from Drive. Go ahead, do it. Uh, the scene where they jump the gulch. <laughs> of course, they have to get away from the coppers, so they jump the gulch. Best scene. Best I liked the scene sure. where they went through the Arby's drive-through. Oh wow, that was a really good one. And ordered a French dip. Oh, I couldn't believe he ordered that. I couldn't believe, you know, and you know, but he did get the curly fries, which yeah. is classic That's Arby's. a normal, you gotta yeah, get it. that's great. And I'm glad the director paid attention to that. And <laughs> finally, my favorite scene from Drive My Car, um, the scene where they uh, drive the car through a mall 
um, narrowly avoiding people and pedestrians. That was the Mitchells versus the machines, actually. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> I was thinking of Mitchells versus the machines. Yeah, very similar movies. Very similar, also has a car. Um, <laughs> well, anyway, congrats to Drive My Car and Japan. Uh, you guys deserve it. Good job, Japan. The Canadians love you. The Canadians love you, <laughs> Japan. Um, well, that was another successful foreign film award. Yeah. This is a new award for this year. This is the one I'm, I'm really so excited, excited for. This, of course, is best craft services. These people do not get enough recognition. Everyone has to eat on a film set. They prepare food. If you've worked on a film set, you know that people got to eat and they got to eat on schedule and they can't work more than five hours without taking a meal break or the union will get mad. But these people, you know, they really embraced, you know, they paid attention to what movie set they were on. Oh yeah. They got the actors and actresses in the mood yeah. for what movie they were There are in. a lot of, method acting is such a huge thing now. So you want to keep them in the world of the movie as much as you can. This is an art form. Uh, and so it's not granola bars and, and waffle makers anymore. Ew. Let's check out the nominees for uh, best craft services. And the nominees are cannolis from the House of Gucci. Licorice pizza, of course, on licorice pizza. Uh, cocaine from Encanto. <laughs> Live chicken, Nightmare Alley. Juice boxes on the set of Ghostbusters for all the kids. And a knuckle sandwich on King Richard. Now, I don't want to tell y'all how we know about all these craft services, but let's just say John and I, uh, a black shirt and a clipboard can get you pretty far these <laughs> yep, days. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, yeah. It was fun being on set of all these movies. Absolutely. Um, King Richard was uh, well, a little scary. Oh, don't, but... That's incriminating, John. Sorry. We're not on set. Le uh, uh, oh, oh um, um. Security? <laughs> hey, security? Can we, can we get Will out of here? Please. Please. Okay, oh, there he goes. There he goes. They're taking right. him out. All right, Will. You you can do it at one award show, not at ours. Yeah. No. We have integrity here. Don't look at us angrily. Yeah. That's rude. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Thank you See, so much. It's <laughs> like it's like those videos of when anti-maskers get taken off the airplane. Oh yeah. yeah. Everyone's clapping. Everyone's everyone's clapping it. and cheering. Like I hope that goes viral. We just took Will Smith out of our award oh, show. Oh yeah. We we have the power to do what the Oscars couldn't. I'm sorry, Will. Um, Maybe next year we'll, we'll consider your uh, your position in the Big Boy Academy. Yeah, um, and of course uh, he's part of he's, he's one of these nominees, kind of. Yeah. So unfortunately, so he won't be here. For he the won't be able wins. to accept it uh, if he wins. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we should just go through the list. Okay. The cannolis on Hasaguchi. I, in order to try one of these things, I had to snatch it out of Jared Leto's hand and run full speed. And they were good. They were so good. I think they got the cake boss to make those. I transformed into an Italian man after eating it. So that I, is, this might be the reason why Jared Leto had such a good performance. That is pretty wild considering, I, aren't you partly Italian? Yeah, I am partly Italian. But <laughs> so I, the rest of the ethnicities of your body sort of yeah, transferred out. Yeah, according to 23andMe, I'm only like 10% Italian. So well, I really- Well, it's 100% it's now, 100%. baby. 100%. Oh, got yeah. rid of all the other things. Um, in my, in yeah, they DNA. were good. I can uh, see that actually gave me the power to give the Jared Leto speech earlier. All right. Um, I got to be honest, Licorice Pizza was kind of gross. I don't know why we nominated this. I mean, it was just insane. It was, I guess it was shocking to us that they actually did it. You they know? did it. They don't even mention it once in the movie, which <laughs> no. is nuts. I guess maybe that's why they called it Licorice Pizza, because they had it on set and PTA was like, eh, that's the movie. <laughs> that's the, that's the yeah. movie. 
Um, that sounds just like PTA too. That was really yeah. Actually, well, you know, I know what he sounds like. Yeah. I was there. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. noshing on some said. licorice pizza. Yeah. PTA was over there trying to direct a movie. I liked the red licorice pizza, but the black licorice pizza wasn't good. It was nasty. Yeah. It was also probably the most convenient because we just had to drive to Encino to eat this yeah, one. Yeah, that was very close. Yeah. Very nice. We actually hit up Chili's right after. Which oh, was Chili's. Nice. Was yeah. Very good. They didn't have licorice pizza. No, they told us to leave the. We had. They were like, it was like a movie theater. They were like, you can either eat it outside yeah. or you have to throw it away to come in here, which is ridiculous. Come on, chilies. Uh, please boycott chilies. Boycott. Um, now in Canto, <laughs> I didn't actually see any film crew down there. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. When we flew to Colombia, I didn't catch any film crew. Me neither. Um, but they did have some some high quality cocaine down there. Yeah, they did, and it was. It, you know, I I can imagine why these you know these actors had a really good performance if yeah. they're on. Re- they you were gotta using keep this the campaign. energy up in a kids movie in an animated movie. <laughs> yeah, and of you're course. not gonna do that just through acting. Yeah, and the kid actors, you know, they need extra energy. They they don't have time for their nappies. You remember, you remember the kid from nappies. the you remember the kid from the beginning of Encanto who was drinking the coffee? Yes. This joke doesn't have a punchline. I'll just leave it there. <laughs> All right, uh, how about Live Chicken, Nightmare Alley? I mean, this again was a very immersive set. I talked to Willem Dafoe for a bit, and he was like, You can have a, a job on this set. It's only <laughs> temporary, of course. Yeah. Until we find a real geek. Yeah. Um, and man, did I eat a lot of live chickens. Yeah. Um, John weirdly just kind of watched. Yeah, so it l- didn't look like it was good to eat. You kept getting feathers sort of stuck in yeah, your Yeah, there's teeth. a lot of vomiting and feathers and screaming chickens. And But you know what? We had to give it a nomination because, again, commitment to the did craft. It, did you feel like you were in a nightmare alley? Oh, yeah. That, that, I'll tell you. That's I've all been in a few alleys in my day, and <laughs> these, this was definitely the most nightmarish. That's good. Uh, Ghostbusters, of course, they had juice boxes for mm-hmm. all of the small children there. Finn, Finn, and, Finn and the boys. Yeah, Finn and know. the boys, they love juice boxes. They, they got to have their ecto coolers and their high C's and whatnot. Yeah, Finn, I mean, he just loves, he loves it. Those kids were like screaming. If you, <laughs> like, I don't know if you know this about children, but if they don't have juice boxes, they will Man. not stop screaming. They kept Screaming. It was oh, so yeah. loud. Uh, and then a knuckle sandwich on King Richard, of yeah. course. This one hurt. That, it did hurt. This one hurt. But again, uh, I feel like God told him to, to serve <laughs> us that one. Um, yeah, it was God. That it was told God. Him. And so it was probably the most divine I mean, meal. King Richard himself would have served that. He, he's, yeah. He served it to us, and King Richard probably would have served it to us, too. King Richard, yeah. Richard Williams, he would have for sure served that meal. Just like a tennis ball. Yeah, just yeah. like he serves tennis balls well, to his That daughters. joke's run its course. I'm sure we won't be canceled over it. No. Um, uh, okay, what are we picking? Uh, <laughs> cannolis? Cannolis. No, you know what? Not cannolis. Because we already did the Italian yeah, speech. Yeah, true. We can't do another Italian speech. Um, <laughs> this is just based off what speech we're going to give. Yeah. Um, you know what? For the passion behind it and for the direction of God, I think maybe the knuckle sandwich should get it. I think it has to go to a knuckle sandwich. All right. Sandwich. Let's, let's give it to the knuckle sandwich from King Richard. Very talented people. Yes, of course, on, on the set of King Richard serving these up. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately... Uh, uh, we had to... <laughs> okay, yeah, of course. Yeah. The, that's the guy from... Uh, the guy from uh, Captain Phillips is yeah. here. He's very happy about <laughs> He's that. He's very happy about that when he, he really... He was on set as well. Yeah, he was there serving him up. Yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, we had to escort Will Smith off as the premises. As you remember. 
So John George will be doing the acceptance in his stead. All right. Um, yeah, so we made these knuckle sandwiches and, you know, we really just, we, we had to make them, we had to serve them in order to sort of, you know, protect, protect the family, you know, protect my family. And, you know, God really, he came down that day, really told me, you got to make this knuckle sandwich. You got to give it to everyone on set because this is what you're meant to do. This is what, this is what will protect, you know, your family, the people you love most. Um, and that's, that's what I'm here for. You know, that's what I'm here for in this, in this world is, you know, serve knuckle sandwiches for, uh, sort of, uh, what? I, I love my family. <laughs> Why are you booing? Why are you booing I'm me? Right. I, what are you booing? I, I love my family. I'm protecting my family. Um, and that's the last Will Smith joke. That's it. We're done. Sorry, Smith heads. If, every, if the Smith heads are here, the rock heads as well. Sorry, guys. It's We're done. done. Thank you. We're brave, Nicole I know. Nicole Kidman loves it. So does uh, J.K. Simmons. Uh, thank Javier you, Javier. Andrew, yeah, I know. So get some talking. Get some talking. I, we had to do it, but it's over now. Yeah. You're welcome, everyone. You're welcome. Um, we're moving on to, to some of our big awards tonight. Oh, boy. These are the big ones. Oh, yeah. The biggies. <laughs> the, the biggies for the biggies. Yeah. Um, we're going on to best screenwriting. Oh, writing on the screen. Yeah. Of course. Well, the, not exactly. What? I'll explain to you what screenwriting okay, is cool. later. Um, but the nominees for best screenwriter are Michael... Sarnowski for Pig. Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza. David Lowry for The Green Knight. Rasuke Hamaguchi, Drive My Car. And of course, Jane Campion for Power of the Dog. Wow. No jokes on that list. No, there's actually zero <laughs> jokes on that one. Are we bad at making an award show? Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, we should probably cross out Paul Thomas Anderson because you did not like it as much as me. No, I. Okay, so I literally just saw this like a few <laughs> days ago, and it's honestly like the last minute of this movie I thought was bad writing. The rest was actually extremely well written. Okay, yeah, true. It's I mean, spoilers for Licorice Pizza if you haven't seen it. The thing that killed me was I thought they did it well. They meet up finally together. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, this is Alana Valentine. And she's like, oh, you're such an idiot. And I'm like, okay, yeah. That'd be a nice. She's still there, like, but... and that's like a nice button on it, sure. Yeah. But then they smooch, and I'm like, okay, pedophilia. <laughs> but, like, I get it. Like, we've been building up to it at least. It doesn't feel unearned. It's gross, yeah. but it doesn't feel unearned. But then the literal last line of the movie, she goes, I love you, Gary. And it's like, no, you fucking don't. That, that cements the pedophile. This whole movie, you like. Okay, but you can't argue. Like, it, Paul Thomas Anderson is all about dysfunctional relationships. That's like all his movies. Okay. So, this one, I can see why people did think they were supposed to be rooting for this relationship, I guess, because they are kind of like they, they, they mesh well at points, obviously. But there is a big age gap here, right? It's like. I, like, I know. It, the movie feels like you're supposed to be rooting for them. Yeah. So it, Paul Thomas. They're clear. Maybe neither of them are like great people necessarily. Like they're very flawed and kind of fucked up. But like at the end of the day, it's a she's 25 <laughs> and he's in high school. Yeah. John, you're 26. I'm 26. If you kissed a girl in high school, we wouldn't be doing this award show. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. That's, so that's just the truth. Like. 
I laughed a lot at Licorice Pizza, and I had a really good time with it. I think it's extremely well written, except for those final moments. Yeah, well, Paul Thomas Anderson, like, famously also is like, I don't write an ending to my film. Like, I'm just gonna let it end that at some be, point. Like, I could so almost see that as a... usually fumbles endings, to yeah. be honest. He's like, I don't know how to do that. I could honestly see that as a studio note. Like, yeah, an maybe. Exec maybe that the I Love You Garrity wasn't part of it, and some studio executive's like, wait, so they just find each other and that's it? Like, no, they got a kiss. Yeah. They got, you know, Harvey Weinstein was probably like. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so maybe, but I don't know that. Yeah, so, we don't know. We don't, we don't know. What, okay, who were the other nominees? We're gonna look at my the phone. The pig, Michael pig. Sarnowski. First, uh, this is the, a debut feature. Mm -hmm. Really good screenplay in my opinion. Overall, I love Pig. Oh yeah, I, I love everything surrounding Pig. I love how, I love his vision of this movie was like clearly like I want to make a John Wick like revenge style thing, but I want to make it like cathartic as hell and there's like no, no violence at all. Yeah, I, I guess just, there is like revenge, but yeah, it's not. It's really incredible that like he makes the like taken John Wick setup and then just makes it kind of a beautiful emotional yeah. story about a man who misses his pig. Yeah, and Nick Cage is just like, I don't know, you expect him to get violent, he's never violent. He gets hit a bunch. Oh yeah, they beat the shit out of yeah. Nick Cage. Yeah, and he gets bloody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and like, I don't know, maybe my only like flaw with the screenwriting was that was kind of shoehorned in so they could like get him bloodied for like the cover and stuff, I feel oh, like. Oh yeah. So people are like, oh, Well, they beat him up in the cream. beginning too when they steal his pig, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I thought this was a really good screenplay. Yeah, this is, this is one of those like really impressive indies that no one pays attention to for some reason. Yeah. Um, this is probably like, this is a similar thing to like Kid Detective for me, where it's just yeah. like. Yeah, and I heard Michael Sarnowski has like a, he has a really high profile. His next movie is like a big thing. Oh, I can't shit. remember what it is, but it might be a remake or something, mm -hmm. like, but his next movie is supposed to be like, shouldn't be indie. I do hope uh, he brings the Naked Brothers back. Though. Yes. Maybe it's a Naked Brothers Band movie. Maybe they should. <laughs> Honestly, I've been waiting for Nat and Alex Wolf to be in a movie together. That's, I mean, it's been long enough. I, I, I'm guessing Nat Wolf is not good enough at acting. <laughs> I guess not, yeah. <laughs> Alex does to seem be fair, to get Alex, everything. Alex, he's, he's not that great at acting either. I mean, he does a good job in this movie. Yeah, he's pretty good in it. Um, um, and he's good in Hereditary as well. Uh, David Lowry, great screenplay here oh, for yeah. The Green Knight. This is like... It's, you, you almost don't catch like how good the screenplay is in this one because it's so like rooted in this surreal Arthurian yeah, legend. You're too busy like trying to figure out what's happening to pay attention to like yeah. a lot of stuff in this movie. It's, it's similar to like a Robert Eggers script where it's all written very much like in dialect of the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is a very smart script. Like once you sort of sit down and like think about it. Yeah. I want to rewatch for sure. I, I think a second yeah. watch would make it even better. And he's like a huge fan of like midi or the Arthurian like legends and stuff yeah. like that. And you can tell that he knows it like inside and out. Um, and you know, according to things I read after the movie, he made a lot of references to a lot of like very niche things that I've never read. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> very impressive. So you gotta you gotta throw it up to him for the commitment. Um, Hamaguchi, Ryusuke of Hamaguchi. That RV scene blew me away. <laughs> yep, really good. Like, uh, yeah, no, this is obviously maybe you didn't see the movie, but I, it's mm -hmm. probably one of my favorite screenplays of the year, obviously. It's just so well-written. It's in multiple languages, including sign language. 
Yeah. Um, Suck it, Coda. Yeah, Coda. What the? <laughs> give it to Coda. Come on. This also had sign language in it, and then like four other languages. Come mm. on. Um, and yeah, it's just really well. I mean, this is the biggest strength of Drive My Car, in my opinion. It is the writing. Oh yeah. And then Jane Campion, um, who also made a pretty masterful screenplay here. Yeah. Uh, for Power of the Dog, mm-hmm. which is a, of course an adapted screenplay from a book. Yeah. Wasn't Drive My Car like a play also? Uh, it was a short story. Hamaguchi, it's completely different from the short story. Okay. It's based off the short story, but Hamaguchi like expanded it uh, big time. Okay. Uh, Power of the Dog is, I imagine she made it's some changes, book, yeah. but it's a full length book. Yeah, I mean, like I feel like the strengths of, of these screenplays are, I mean, they're all super strong. But like the movie I feel that, in my opinion, like has the most strength in its screenplay might be Pig for me. I agree. Yeah? I think, God, Pig is so good overall everywhere, but, but the screenplay is really good. Yeah. Like I can imagine studios reading that screenplay and being like, hell yeah, green light. Yeah. Give us this movie. So I'd be down to give it to Pig. Let's do um, it. So yeah, let's do it. Whose turn is it to do a speech? You. Me? Okay. Michael, uh, Mar- Michael Sarnowski, unfortunately not here tonight, mm-hmm. which means Matthew Beebe making a speech. I will, also, I will be making a speech in his stead. Uh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> so Pig is effectively John Wick without the violence. It's Barnyard without the animation. <laughs> it is... That's um, not a movie with Pig. Animal Farm or something? I don't Animal Farm's a book. Oh. Um, Did no one make a movie for Animal Farm? It's Charlotte's, Babe. it's Babe, Pig in the City um, <laughs> without the director of Mad Max. Um, and you can't just do that usually. No, you but usually have to get him. You usually have to get George Miller, but Michael here, Mikey as I like to call him, yeah. um, did The Impossible and he made this movie um, an extremely sharp screenplay about a man whose pig gets stolen and he's gotta get that pig back. But also, kind of an underground story about the restaurant industry in Portland, which you never hear about. <laughs> um, I'd like to give big ups to the city of Portland. As you all know, my girlfriend is from there. Um, as they say in the movie, fuck Seattle. <laughs> yes. Wow, I really hope we have no Seattle viewers. I mean, who even lives there? <laughs> My friend Michael, who's been I've on this podcast. I played The Last of Us Part 2. Oh, is Michael? Does Michael live in Seattle? Yeah, Michael lives in Seattle. Oh, shit. <laughs> Apologies to Michael, who lives in Seattle, but I think is from He's Michigan. not from Seattle. Okay, so, yeah. Yeah. But he likes the Mariners. Yeah. Go, uh, what's in Michigan? Wolverines? Go, Go no, Wolverines. No, he does not. Oh, like he doesn't the like the Wolverines? No. Does he like the, one, the helmet ones? Yeah, the helmet ones. Okay. The Spartans. <laughs> Go Michigan helmets. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next award, Next Best Michigan Sports Team. Best Michigan Sports Team. <laughs> well, we, sh- we should really have Charlie in here for that one. We'll do that next year. Um, this is my, oh no, this is not my favorite award of the night. But it is an important award. It is, of course, Best Director. Oh, Director. Now, if you're not familiar with it, what a director does, uh, it's basically everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, wanted, we have a really great, powerful list of nominees. These people uh, did everything. I'll give, I'll give them that. Which begin with David Lowry for The Green Knight. Denis Villeneuve, Dune. Jane Campion for The Power of the Dog. Paul Thomas Anderson, Licorice Pizza. Bo Burnham for Inside. Kenneth Branagh, Artemis Fowl. Yes. He's back, baby. He's back, baby, and he is directing movies. Yep. Um, 
I actually did make that joke, but Bo Burnham did literally do everything for Inside. Yeah, I know. That's what I was. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say here. Yeah. Bo Burnham. Yeah, not only directed, but did literally everything. Wrote he was it, the only person. lit it, shot it, edited it. Very like, impressive. But this is best director. Yeah, baby. So we we're not gonna him, examine we anything else from Inside. No, we can't give him that just because he did other things. No, 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 no. Um, let's start off with Kenny Brand. You may say Artemis Fowl came out in 2020. You might mm -hmm. say this was up for a biggie last year. But guess what? It is back because its staying power has been insane. The oh, amount yeah. of emails I get every single day from my dad, from my grandparents, about Artemis Fowl and when can we rewatch it? When, are, when is the Artemis? Oscars going to, you know... What, what, they, the Oscars have been ignoring it, so we wanted to give it another chance. Artemis Fowl is basically like taking the place of the Lord of the Rings trilogy for yeah. a lot of people. <laughs> they they do their rewatches. They make like a big feast before they eat it it's, or before they watch it. It's still playing in theaters. It's still in theaters. Like Endgame isn't even still in theaters. No. Yeah. They are. I mean, Kenneth has come out. He said we want to beat uh, Avatar. Avatar. Oh, no, we, it's Endgame now. Yeah, we want to beat whoever's winning now. He doesn't know. Yeah. Um, but they want to beat him, and they are nowhere close, but they're going to get there, I promise. A, a biggie win could be a huge bump for yeah. Artie. Um, um, but we should talk about some of our other nominees. Um, I, I really want to talk about David Lowry again. Yeah. Um, Deserve. This, this director, like... It's so hard to do surrealism right, I feel like. Yeah. You can get to a point where it feels really pretentious, but has the Green Knight has such the right amount of like, what the fuck is this? Um, <laughs> he that nailed it. I, it just sucks you in. Yeah. Um, and I will say that like, this is a movie where you have to do a little bit of Googling to like fully get it. But once you get it, you sort of recognize like, um, the craft that, yeah. that it takes to like make a movie like this. Yeah, there's certainly a lot of craft put into it by David Lauer. I mean, just shout out to him in general throughout this mm -hmm. whole process. This movie was supposed to come out in 2020. Oh, yeah. And um, they, it, when it was delayed, he went back and, I mean, this isn't best editing, but he mm -hmm. went back and like re-edited it to make it better. Um, he did not yeah. think the version that was going to come out in 2020 was as good as this one. Um, so I guess shout out to COVID, right? Yeah. Shout out to COVID. Um, <laughs> For giving us the Green Knight better version. Yeah. We got the Lowry cut. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, man. Could you imagine if Justice League was supposed to come out in 2020? Wow. And uh, and then they, we got... Zack Snyder got snuck Snyder into the cut. Warner Brothers lot and was like, fuck these guys. Yeah. And he does his little typing on his computer and... Releases the Snyder Cut just in theaters. Yeah. All right. How about Denis? Say what you will about Dune. It's the first part of a two-part movie. Mm -hmm. um, it's it ends pretty quickly and Very stupidly. Abruptly. Yeah. Zendaya's um, only in it for about five minutes. Yeah. Say what you will. Uh, Timothy Chalamet's penis isn't in it. Um, but Denis Villeneuve. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. But Denis Villeneuve, still a great director. This may not be my favorite Denis movie, but I still think he did a pretty good job. Denis, it's hard for Denis to do wrong. Yeah. And I'd say this is probably like his weakest movie, yeah. at least recently. Um, but we had to give him the nom. Mm -hmm. uh, with that being said, Dune will not be winning tonight. <laughs> um. Jane Campion. Okay, we had Campion for screenplay. I think... You know, she it was a it was an adapted screenplay. It was good. I think her real strength in this movie was her directing. Yeah, for sure. A hundred percent. The directing is like what made this movie. Yeah. Um, it it, draw, it draws you in in a way that it like almost shouldn't. 
where it's it's a movie about cowboys and there's not a single six shooter in it. No. Um, no one says like I don't even. Do they even say the word cowboy? They must. That's, well, they that's say on the Bronco at least. They do say Bronco, which is great. I love yeah. when they say Bronco. <laughs> they do say Bronco. Um, but yeah, no, the way that the movie's structured just like yeah. really slowly drags you along to like a final moment that I don't think anyone really expected. I mm -hmm. guess unless you read the book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no one read the book. It was a very That's niche true. book. Um, so if you read the book, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was really, really good directing. She obviously won uh, the Oscar, whatever those awards are. Mm -hmm. uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, a great director. Uh, we talked about Licorice Pizza, of course. Let's yeah. Bo Burnham. Fantastic direct. Like, Inside was really like one of a kind. Yeah. Like there's nothing like this movie. Who knows mm -hmm. if there ever will be anything like it. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. He just made fantastic decision after, after fantastic decision on, on this set with himself here. Yeah. It just, I, I don't know. Just when we got ready for the show, I got to think about this thing again. Like it's so good. It's, it's like a masterpiece. To shoot a, a whole movie in one room yeah. and not have it feel like stale or like i mean it's supposed to feel a little cramped or claustrophobic but it's it, it transforms the room in enough ways where you're never like oh we're, we're still here like that's the most impressive part i mean sure. you watch dune you're <laughs> like oh more sand <laughs> am i right it's way more repetitive than inside somehow. yeah um uh, i feel like my two front runners and you can tell me are probably David Lowry or Jane Campion? I'm with you. Yeah? I think those are my, those are my two front runners for sure. Um, God, I feel like this is like our, probably going to be our, the best chance for the Power of the Dog to win something. I really like the Power of the Dog. I, do, I did really like Power of the Dog, and I liked how it was directed. Yeah, so I think it might be Campion time. I can, I can go. I do really like how David Lowry directed God, the Green Knight. Yeah, but wait, it's so hard. I, I think, <laughs> like, in terms of, like, turning... Like a movie that I was expecting to be bored into yeah. something that was very like enthralling. I think we can we can throw it out to Jane. God, and the, just the raw sexual tension in this entire oh Power of the Dog movie. Listen, I Insane. will never look at Rope the same way. Again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it my turn? Am I Jane? I Campion? believe so. Unfortunately, Jane cannot be here, so accepting the award in her stead will be John George the Fourth. Here I am to accept another best director. John, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, Jane's Australian. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god this is gonna be like british as hell um all right mate um here we go what this is me jane Carpion. you can't boo me um i'm here i'm here to accept another best director award <laughs> i i was busy <laughs> all right i'll let you go you, you did your I best. I, I lost it. I completely lost it. Yeah. Wait, is she from New Zealand? No, she's from New Zealand. I was wrong. <laughs> so just do New Zealand. That's easy. I can't, okay, I got to think of like Flight of the Concords or like Taika Waititi. Peter Jackson. Taika Waititi. Mm-hmm. What's up, bro? <laughs> John, just do the acceptance speech. They're going to play you. Uh, thank you so much. I will come here to confirm that... Um, that Jesse Plemons and Kirsten Dunst are married in real life as well. Can we get a round of applause for Please, for can Jane, we get Jesse Plummer and Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. Incredible. We thought she was a seat filler. Turns out, Turns out she she's was a lovely wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be the closest we'll get to being canceled here. <laughs> I think if it's anything, it'll be that one. 
Apologies, Kirsten. Apologies to Kirsten Dunst. Um, loved Spider-Man. <laughs> Why didn't she show up in Spider-Man? Yeah, what the hell? She was the Fuck best Spider-Man. Spider-Man. What the? F- I, I I don't like these other Spider-Man. I I watch I watch it for Kirsten Dunst. Like, have all the girlfriends show up too? Yeah, that would have been cool. It'd <laughs> been pretty wild if if Gwen Stacy showed up. Oh, that, I see what you're saying. Uh, Doctor Strange portal opens up and then her body flops through oh. it. <laughs> okay, credit to Serena for that joke, so she's not mad. Yeah. Um, well, what's the next award? The defining award of the biggies. A new annual award. We had it last year, we, we had have it, it this year. year. Everyone was begging for it. Everyone, please give it up for the best use of Kenneth Branagh. Let's go, Kenneth. Let's go, Kenny okay. Branagh. Yes, of course. Now, of course, he is nominated for Belfast as the director. But then, of course, he was also in Harry Potter 20th anniversary, returned to Hogwarts uh, as self-archival footage. Yes, the two <laughs> equally massive accomplishments from Kenny this year. I... Last year, he had Artemis Fowl and Tenet. You can't take away from those. The, it's insane that Kenneth, back in the day, was able to give such great moments to these Harry Potter 20th anniversary people that they could use it yeah. in this thing. Like, that's impressive, right? This, you know what they say about being an actor? It's, you know, you don't act for the senior in. You act for the Harry Potter 20th anniversary <laughs> Return to Hogwarts special that you will be in in 20 years. Yes, exactly. That is exactly what they say. They tell, they tell all the, the students that in film school. Yeah. All the actors. UC Berkeley actor school. They USC. Tell USC, UCLA, any UC. Oh yeah. <laughs> any UC you can imagine. <laughs> and even some you can. And Kenneth, oh, Kenneth Branagh, of course, went to UC. UC. South. Oxford. Yeah. <laughs> UC South. <laughs> University of California South. Yes. Um, well, we got to get into it. And this is going to be a tough one. Yeah. Um, Belfast, a deeply personable story, a deeply personal story about his childhood growing up in Ireland during a very turbulent time in their history. Goes a lot into his, fa- uh, his family, his grandparents. Um, Boring. Well, <laughs> there's also when he showed up in the Harry Potter 20th oh anniversary Return to Hogwarts that was special. so good. I remember it was like he was a younger version of himself. That's hard to do. That's really hard to play. And he didn't do it there with any CG. There wasn't de-aging. Marty was so, Marty was like, how? How are they getting, how is this footage watched happening? that and was just throwing shit around his house. <laughs> he, he spent so much money making uh, Robbie De Niro look as young as he did. Um, and Kenneth just did it in Harry Potter. Okay, remind me, I don't even remember how Kenneth Branagh was involved in the Harry Potter series. I'll tell you what, neither do I. <laughs> but we're gonna take a quick Apparently Google he break. was. Apparently he was involved in Harry Potter at some point to at least, maybe he was friends with Daniel Radcliffe. He's from Ireland and they shot around there. Um, he's gotta be friends with someone, right? Keep vamping, John, I, like I have this. to Google. Um, Maybe play a professor. He like, was Gilderoy Lockhart. Whoa, that, oh, that's oh, actually yeah, a pretty yeah, major. Wait, oh, thank was... you for the phone shot, Charlie. Gilderoy Lockhart. I didn't Lockhart. realize that was him. Wow. Yeah, I actually also didn't realize that was yeah, him. That's a pretty prominent pretty... role. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. That's impressive. <laughs> what the fuck? I, right now, yeah. let's give him the award. Yeah. Honestly, that's Best really use cool. of Kenneth Branagh going out to Kenny for his appearance in the Hogwarts uh, 20th anniversary special self-archival footage. Um, 
I believe this is John accepting the award because uh, Kenneth, he's such a busy man. Oh, he's yeah, always he's doing always stuff. Busy. So it he is you because I just he told did me an he, awful New Zealand accent. He told, oh, that's right. He told <laughs> me he uh, he wanted to be here, but he couldn't because he was still out there making money moves. So I'll, I'll accept the award for him. Death on the Nile too, of course. Um, first off, please go see Death on the Nile, uh, <laughs> Kenny's new movie. It's full of mystery and intrigue. Please don't read the book. It's a spoiler. <laughs> don't spoil the movie. Mention his mustache too. He has a. He's got a great mustache in it. Mm-hmm. Return of the Nile. Return, return of the Nile. <laughs> <laughs> the Nile returns in this movie. The Ni- Harry insane. Potter and the Return of the Nile too. <laughs> Electric. Gilderoy Lockhart is back. Why didn't they make Lockhart like a mainstay? Right. That's a good point. I mean, he shows up in like the late. He shows up in the second one, and then like later, I think. I don't believe it. Does he not? I don't think he shows up. It's Maybe in the, in the books. Maybe in the books. But don't read the books. They're a spoiler. Anyway, <laughs> go see Death on the Nile or Death Death Death, yes, Death on the Nile, the Nile. <laughs> in theaters right now. It's not. It's on Hulu. On Hulu. It's on Hulu. Yep. Really? It's out of theaters. It's in Hulu. It's on Hulu. out of theaters. It's. Fuck. Yeah, it's Damn that Kenny. bad. <laughs> it was that bad for them. It's that bad, huh? Gal Gadot was in it. So. Well, play me out, Charlie. That's so fucking disappointing. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Kenny. Well, uh, that brings us to our final, not our final award, but our second, maybe the most important award of the night, which maybe. is the best series of moving images. Oh my God. Because uh, as we stated last year, a movie is not one picture. It's it is many. many. And the nominees for best series of moving images are Drive My Car. The Green Knight. Pig. House of Gucci. Licorice Pizza. Tick, tick, boom. Inside. The Power of the Dog. West Side Story. A Quiet Place Part 2. You always love to see one of those movies that gets nominated for nothing else <laughs> and then just shows up in Best Picture. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it was the... It was a sequel. It was a movie and that came happened. out in 2021. And the guy from The Office, he directed it. He directed it. And you know what else happened was it was supposed to come out in 2020, if you remember. There was a billboard oh, yeah. sitting outside my apartment for so months. It's, it's legendary. Yeah. And uh, Jim from The Office actually snuck back in, re-edited the whole thing oh to make God. it worse, actually. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted it to be the worse. movie was actually extremely oh, good. That's the movie Michael Sarnowski's directing is A Quiet Place Part Three. Oh my God! <laughs> I just remembered he's directing A Quiet Place okay, Part Three. Okay, well that's good. Jim from The Office needs to do he some. He needs other to take stuff. a break. He's 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 put a lot of work into these movies. Yeah. I mean, he had to step away from starring in the movie just to direct this one. Yeah. He was too tired after the first. He one. was way too tired. A Quiet Place Part 2 will not be winning Best Picture. <laughs> Why not? Um, Give it a chance. <laughs> I uh, am a little hard of hearing, oh. as you might know. I have some tinnitus. <laughs> that was very annoying um, to you. And <laughs> they did not, as far as I know, include a single hard of hearing actor in that movie. Mm. Um, in fact, the aliens in the movie were very good at hearing. That's the whole point. Yeah, true. Um, so in lieu of, of, you know, not allowing bad representation through, I'm disqualifying it. We didn't even nominate Coda, I'm just realizing. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, West, anyway. West Side Story, you didn't see that. I saw it, and it was pretty good. Yeah. But not good enough, Stephen. It's not good enough, Stephen. <laughs> That's a threat. Yeah. Do better next time. Power of the Dog, great film great film uh, i mean we've talked about power of the dog 
Um, I think this is how they should do it at the Oscars. Yeah. They just go up and tell you <laughs> who's not for Lady Gaga just um, goes up there, just says it. Yeah. <laughs> who's not winning. Yeah, they just, just one by one. One like, by one. They don't look up. The how was this even nominated? Don't look up. Come yeah. on. This one is not winning. <laughs> they just keep doing that until someone wins. It's <laughs> not winning. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you that much. And it's Charlie Sheen who comes up, of course. Not winning. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> that was a poll. That was a really good reference, right? I got in trouble in high school. You remember Charlie Sheen when he was going nuts and yeah, when yeah, we were in high school? Yeah. Um, I was making a joke because he was making winning jokes. No, well, we were making winning jokes because they were very funny. Yeah. And then I, he said at one point, I'm a total bitchin' rock star from Mars. Yeah, of course. And I was in front of one of my cool teachers, one of the cool English teachers, and I thought I could get away with it. Thought you could swear? I could not. Damn it. I thought because it was bitchin' and not just bitch, you could get away with it. Yeah, like bitchin' doesn't feel like a swear word. At Huntington High School, you could not get away with it. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) that sucks. It's unfortunate. Shout out to Huntington High School. Yeah, I bet um, my high school would have allowed it. And that teacher who I won't name. <laughs> um, okay, Inside, we talked about a lot. Fantastic. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. And yeah, Tick, Tick, Boom, also great. Andrew Garfield carries it. Lin-Manuel Miranda, a great... For his first, great, like, movie good. directing gig? Yeah. Like, really impressive yeah. for Tick, Tick, Boom. Honestly. And it wasn't... I thought, since he was directing, I thought it was just going to be Hamilton again. I was going to point out on the graphic, uh, we did put the ellipses in the wrong spot. Oh, tick, tick, is it supposed to be before? It's tick, tick, and then you wait, oh, and then and boom. then you say boom. <laughs> tick, tick, this is like, tick, tick, boom. This is like if your boomer parent wrote <laughs> tick, tick, boom. Tick, tick, boom. Side note, do your parents do that? They put like ellipses, put ellipses? on the end of sentences? No, my parents do not okay. put ellipses on the end I of sentences. I guess my parents are a little older. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it's mostly my dad. Are... My mom uses a lot of emojis. Yeah, my parents are pretty, they know how to text. Okay, yeah. So. Licorice pizza. <laughs> Again, a movie that I think is great, except for the last minute. Which um, is fair. <laughs> so, House of Gucci. What else can we say? What else can movie? we say? The best I mean, performances of all time. The best Italian movie. The best Ridley Scott movie the to come out. Movie. Yeah, this ever. year. Ever? I mean, maybe not ever, but <laughs> this year for sure. Ever, and that's from BB's, straight from BB's opinions. Yeah, I'll give it to him ever. Okay, Why cool. Not? Why not? Blade Runner? Fuck that. Yeah. I have no I mean, I do think that Alien? the new Blade Runner is better than the old Blade Runner, so. Ooh, hot That's takes. not a hot take. Everyone <laughs> thinks that. No, I like the uh, it's like even for me. Original Blade Runner is good, but new Blade Runner has Jared Leto. Oh, but he's not playing an Italian. <laughs> no, man. this is before we knew he could. Okay. Uh Pig, both we've we've both been raving about it all night. I mean, more people need to see this. Um, more people need to see Pig uh to see Pig. To see Pig. Um this is like, honestly, like if I could recommend one movie that I know most people haven't seen, like, please watch Pig. It's so good. Yeah. Nicolas Cage, like, has this thing where he does, like, a bunch of shit and then, like, one really good drama where you remember why we all love Nicolas <laughs> yeah, Cage. Yeah, exactly. That's, I, um, I love this guy. Um, I will say, I, sh- shout out to the people who appreciate Pig and fuck the people who are like, wow, I thought this was going to be John Wick. I hate this movie. Yeah. Because it's a pleasant surprise when it isn't John Wick. Let's be yeah, honest. well, it's a pleasant surprise for some people. I could understand if you hear no. the premise. Okay, never mind. Green Knight. <laughs> uh, I really, Green Knight, like, personally, might be my favorite movie on this list. Mm. Um, it, 2021, I think I've said this before, has been, like, kind of a weaker year for me, yeah, yeah. personally. Um, and as far as, like, movies that are still fun to watch but still kind of a little bizarre 
Green Knight scratched that itch, whereas yeah. like none of these other movies did. I will say, close second House of Gucci. Oh, close um, second House of Gucci. House of Gucci God, is I, I am funny as fuck. I'm mad at how many people took that movie too seriously. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I can understand. No, like, I can't. Okay, yeah, me neither. Um, <laughs> House of Gucci uh, is like, you have to go in knowing it's going to be the funniest movie you've ever yeah, seen. Just sit there and laugh at these people doing awful Italian accents. And some of them aren't even Italian accents. No. To be honest, they just made up an accent they're that just, they're doing. They're, it's a movie that's so completely <laughs> outrageous, you can't help but love it. Yeah. Like Ridley Scott, say what you want about him, he went for it. He did. He went for it. He was like, actors, just let's make the most campy, awful movie ever. Yeah. And, and, and they that'll did. be fun. It's like, I always think of directing and like a great movie is like, did it accomplish what it set out to do? Right? And it did. Because you can't judge like, an, a, like a, a movie like Pig by its ability to be John Wick. It's not John Wick. And it doesn't um, want to be. House of Gucci accomplishes exactly what House of Gucci should be. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then Drive My Car, which of course is my favorite movie of the year, but this is the big boy, this is the big boy movie's favorite movie of yes, the year. Yes, we have to compromise, unfortunately. We have to make a compromise, and as far as movies that I think we both really loved, I definitely think The Green Knight's up there. Mm -hmm. I think um, Pig's up there, and honestly, I've been thinking about it all morning. I want to put Inside up here in the front row. Yeah, I think those are probably our top three. Yeah, because I, I didn't give Inside enough love on this podcast, yeah. in my daily life. We had an episode about it. I we believe. did. Yeah. Uh, no, we didn't. No, maybe we, we talked, just talked we just about it. We just briefly okay. mentioned it. We didn't even do an God episode damn, on it. We, we suck. We ignored Bo Burnham and his masterpiece. Yeah. Well. And that's frustrating. That is frustrating for us, and I'm sure for Bo. Yeah. He's punching the air. Bo right loves big boy movies and listens oh, yeah. to it every day. He's an honorary Somehow, big boy. we barely even release episodes. <laughs> well, he's, he just, once he gets to episode, I guess, 70 now, he just starts over again. Yeah, it just starts over. He's like, ooh, I wonder if it's going to be different this time. Like, yeah. is it better on a second viewing? Mm -hmm. stuff like well, there's that. a lot you don't pick up on in your yeah, first listen. Exactly. There's a lot of It's much things. like The Green Knight. Yeah, of course. It would be funny if we had scripted this entire podcast. <laughs> yeah. If we just left little hints. Who were the winners? So I want to like recognize the winners before as well. Who were the past two winners? Our past two winners. Lighthouse um, was the first one, I think. Was Lighthouse the first one? Yeah. I believe it was. Yeah, Lighthouse was our first big boy winner, and then last year sucked. Winner. 2020. Last year was another round. <laughs> oh yeah, it was another round. Another yeah. round. A great foreign film about getting drunk with the boys. Yeah, <laughs> it was a very frat movie. Um, Not enough frat movies. There weren't year. enough frat movies this year. So I think maybe we can say that like for you, Drive My Car, yeah. and for me, Green Knight. Yeah. Maybe we both come together and we give inside. I think we should give inside. The love it deserves. We should finally give it the love it deserves. Because it is so good. It, and like we talked about the music before, but like the music's fantastic and you can listen to it over and over again and it's deep and it's poignant and also extremely funny. But like everything around the music is really solid too. Dude, the lighting is insane. It's shot so well. This is literally just Bo Burnham doing it. I don't think, and I don't think people recognize how difficult it is to shoot yeah, something no, like that. That is hard. If people could see what's going right on right now in John's living room, <laughs> <laughs> to, to look barely watchable, like, yeah. yeah I mean, you can see monitor. our monitor. There's one of Char Charlie, wave your hand. Uh, no, other hand. There, there you go. I mean, like, the, <laughs> what he did, what we had to do to make this look 
okay. Yeah, like this is nowhere near Switch. what he made it look like. like. Like, holy shit. And he was by himself. We have a live producer with us, yeah. and we had to like work on editing and producing this whole thing. Yeah, I mean, he just took seeing his shows live and seeing them recorded as well. Like he always has loved lighting, like mm-hmm. on stage. Right. Like it felt like being in his room was where he could like fully like go all in on this insanely amazing lighting yeah like the choices he makes like um for white woman's instagram as far as the cinematography goes there right is so good like it just everything is amazing here not to yeah. mention like it's super well written it's super like inca- it, it's the best thing to like encapsulate COVID as yeah. well. Like there's so much terrible COVID cinema yeah. that's been happening recently. Like when people ask what quarantine was really like, like when you want to watch something that's like actual quarantine cinema, inside's gonna be one of the only things you can show them and look back for like at it. another ten years before there's like another actually decent movie that exactly. takes place in the twenty twenties. Exactly. So I think for that reason, we gotta give it to inside. Unfortunately, Bo Burnham could not be here. He's still inside. So accepting the award, our final award, before the final, final award, will be John George. Yep. And, and once again, Bo Burnham, of course. I, I would like to uh, thank uh, myself because I did everything on this movie. I literally, there's no one else to thank. I did everything. I lit this movie. I shot this movie. I made all the jokes. I acted. I grew out my beard. I grew out my hair. I wore, I got naked sometimes. I wore different shirts and all that. There was a lot of wardrobe. I handled everything. No one else did anything. No one gave me emotional support besides myself. Um, except I would like to thank Pokimane, who I did watch on Twitch during the filming. Pokimane did get us all through quarantine. Honestly. Yes. Like, Including Bo Burns. Yes. We know Bo Burns, the Pokimane Sam. We know it. Yeah. I mean, who isn't? <laughs> who isn't? These days, who isn't? Yeah. Um, can you play that I'm horny clip? <laughs> <laughs> can we hear it? No. Okay. We'll it, trust it played. It, yeah, Bo Burnham said I'm horny. Yeah. In his special, and I, we clipped it up. Yeah. No, I'm glad. I wish the Oscars would do that. <laughs> I know, right? That yeah. would have been genuinely if someone was horny at a the Oscars. funnier <laughs> joke that anything, if, if literally any one of those women on stage had been said, can we play that I'm horny clip? And then a clip plays that she says I'm horny. <laughs> like, could you imagine so the bad. pan to the audience? <laughs> Just like, what? What the fuck? Can we, uh, can we get that I'm horny clip? <laughs> Sounds like, the, like they're on the Joe Rogan experience. Or can you play that? Jamie, can I get the I'm horny clip? <laughs> Jamie, please play the I'm horny clip. Yeah. Well, um, we're coming out to the end of the biggies. Wow, another great And um, since we don't pay our live producer, Charlie, we do have to let him give out the Charlie Award for the night. So um, I'm not coming on screen. I'm just going to put something on screen, and you've got to roll with it. Okay, so oh, we have to make the... Okay. We have to, get, we have to roll with it, I'm, Charlie. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to give you the winner, and you guys have to... Oh, okay. Oh, we have to so decide why the, you've chosen. Yes. The, the winner of the Charlie Award is. Oh, uh, Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise for Top for... Gun Maverick. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's. That's really sweet, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so nice of you, Charlie. Yeah, Tom Cruise has never gotten the love he deserves. Yeah. <laughs> 
for Top Gun Maverick, <laughs> which is a movie that, of course, hasn't come out yet. Yeah. And Paramount doesn't really want to release it because yeah. it's not good, probably. Yeah, it's probably not good. <laughs> and also, Tom Cruise is still a Scientologist. And that's probably why Charlie gave it to him. Yeah, Charlie's thinking about joining the Church of Scientology, I'm guessing. <laughs> so he wants to get in their good graces. But um, yeah, Tom, I imagine Tom Cruise will have a at least a decent performance in, in Top Gun Maverick yeah. this the year. The reason I gave it the, the uh, Top Gun Maverick this award is because it should have been out by now. Uh, that's true. It should have been out by it now. It should have been out not, by now is what Charlie please says. please release Top Gun Maverick starring Tom Cruise yeah. and Miles Teller. It's supposed to come out, right? Charlie just wants to see Tom Cruise fly a plane. Yeah. He, he, that's what he's day. best at. That's yeah. what Tom Cruise is best at. He's... <laughs> I thought you were saying Charlie is best at watching <laughs> Tom Cruise best. fly a plane. That's what Charlie's best at. He loves watching Tom Cruise fly a plane. I've never seen someone watch Top Gun like Charlie. Yeah. Man, he gets he sweats. Oh, he sweats a lot. <laughs> um, well, that was legitimately the 2021 uh, Biggie Awards. We've uh, righted all the wrongs of the Oscars. Um, and <laughs> now... It's time for us to say goodbye. I hope you've all enjoyed this experience. See you, see you all at the after party. See you all at the, oh yeah, the after party's gonna be a fucking banger. <laughs> oh my God. All right, God. goodbye everyone. See you next year. Bye.